welcome back to what Max and Connor did on their podcast. I am one of NBR. 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 National Uh, Public Radio. Yeah. National Butthole Radio. Got him. We're all about smooth jams and great disses here. Ah. Should we talk about uh, episode two? What happened? Um. Well, so let's call that episode. <laughs> I was thinking of calling it the true two. Yeah. Or, well, okay. Welcome back to uh, what Max and Connor did on their podcast. Welcome. Um. So, yeah. So wait, which is the true two? This one. This is the second episode that people are going to hear. Yeah. Potentially, I'm actually. I. I. I've been thinking about it. I'm like. I think that's the best game plan. Mm. What happened was we recorded episode one and episode two back to back. And I got to take my headphones off. Uh, (laughs) Uh, We record episode one and episode two back to back because episode one went so smoothly. And I was very excited to keep the ball rolling. Like, you know, we didn't want to run out of that steam. Yeah, that sweet, sweet steam. Mm hmm. The problem being that I was potentially over-caffeinated, bandied the word like about a whole ton. I'm going to try to be more <laughs> mindful about that this episode. Well, I mean, that's what I got from myself from the first episode, so. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, thankfully, I didn't hear back too much uh, of me, but I'm sure it's, yeah, yeah. it's there. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know about you. I just, I'm very, like, became overly conscious of how often I said like. Yeah. And that's how I was with episode two. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put a pin in it, potentially release it later as a bonus episode, because yeah. there's some good stuff in it. Yeah, and I'm I, disappointed mm-hmm. because I kind of want to just put the we got a visit from a special guest. It was it was it was. An, yeah, um, not it was, I guess, more less of a visit and more of an and, intrusion. Yeah, it was. So because when we listened back, because I wasn't. uh here during that i just caught like the tail end of it right you bumped into him downstairs when he was coming up so i was going to the bathroom and which is downstairs and there was a very very elderly gentleman who um he was asking what was going on like back there and he pointed to like the door that's labeled private like because your so your bathroom is like located outside of technically what are the confines of your apartment yes it's in the it's in the uh i guess it would be like the dmz version of a bathroom (laughs) where it's like it's both the apartment and the office bathroom and it's in the space between this i can't even i was gonna sing a a certain song but i don't even want to risk getting Uh, yeah you know in (laughs) trouble for that but you all at home singing in your heads please yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) But yeah, people sometimes people wander back there if there's no one in the office and they're like looking for somebody. Yeah. So you ran it, you bumped into that guy. I there. bumped into yeah. that guy. Yeah. Well, so he was coming out of the bathroom as I was going into the bathroom, and he was asking. I don't know. He was asking me a bunch of questions and pointing to your door, and I was just like, kind of like, well, I gotta fucking go to the bathroom, man. And then uh, apparently he took that as go up there and see what's going on. And then he, so he's a, he's a man who claims to be over a hundred years old and he claims to be, um, the, the real Perry Mason. 
Yeah. So not the Perry Mason that, like, that is on. He like so he's not a television character. He's like the he he's the, the guy, guy that inspired the original television character. Okay. I guess, I guess. And then there's a new there's a they're doing a a gritty sure. sexy Perry Mason reboot. Is it gritty and sexy? I haven't I watched find any that, of it. I mean that he's a very handsome man. I assume it's sexy. It's, <laughs> it's not television. It's the home box office. That's true. You know. Yeah. Um so I assume there's a a certain amount of of uh Fucking yeah! yeah you're I'm doing, you're the cat doing a cat motion. claw motion, uh, which I and in, in, I interpret as fucking fuck. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm like maybe you'll hear from from Perry Mason sometime in the future. Hopefully, he said he um, was gonna come back. Yeah, I did invite him back. I okay. said he could stop by, as long as he gave me like a call first. Like okay. that's the thing. I don't want any like sort of like surprises. You know, I don't yeah, want to be yeah. caught off guard by right. a guest. Which is why we have, um, you know, a scheduled guest today. What? Yeah, yeah. We I, don't have a schedule. How can we schedule <laughs> a guest? <laughs> I emailed you a, a couple, of days, I, like two or three days ago. I was oh. like, hey, this guy messaged me on Twitter. He wants to be on the next episode of the podcast oh um okay so that's to that's this we're doing that today <laughs> yeah oh okay well okay i'm i must uh which email did you send it to did um, it my personal one yeah well i which one is big butts at at bigbutts.com that's my work it's email work, i don't oh. check that one because oh I'm, all right oh okay well that's okay uh when it so wait uh, is he gonna, here no he's not here right now oh, he okay. said he was gonna okay. text me when he was outside okay cool we'll go so he got in. some yeah well fi- yeah no he'll be here later oh, okay cool but cool, yeah cool. no his so he is um he's a he's a he is a i guess a self-proclaimed paranormal expert oh and, okay and experiencer Huh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't ask what that part meant. I Is that like an influencer without the Instagram part? I'm like, it, you they go I and you, s- yeah, maybe <laughs> they're on the beach, but you don't see them on the beach because they're just experiencing it. There's not, I, you know, I like the idea of that. I yeah. don't know if that's what he meant. We'll have to ask him that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why I didn't ask him in the messages. I was like, he could just explain it on the show, right? But I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but yeah, no, um. His name is uh, Hansel Humanauskowitz. I think I'm saying that right. Um, Humanauskowitz is one, is like his surname? Yeah, yeah. Hans, Hume- is Hansel Humanauskowitz. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. But yeah, no, he'll be here later to talk about some of his experiences with the, uh, you know, the paranormal, which I think we started to talk about in the first episode and immediately got distracted by um, Catholicism. yeah. Uh, that's we we pick it up in the true two, yeah. Which now I'm like, we're I'm gonna listen to it later, and maybe that will be the second episode. Yeah, and, and I got two inside baseball for no reason at the <laughs> head of this podcast. Maybe, but maybe it'll be. I was also thinking, you know, that's a good name for a Patreon tier. <laughs> two bucks a month, you get the true two. You get all sorts of other bonus content, <laughs> yeah. and then you could sure. download it. Uh huh. And then maybe email Patreon and be like, hey, this was an accident. The Patreon that's not set up yet. It's not set up yet because I'll talk about this only briefly. I'm considering going to like another Patreon X site that I haven't researched yet Uh uh, called Floatbase 
because we were we were banned from Patreon while making the Patreon account. <laughs> like I was in the process of registering and they were like, "Okay, link all your social media accounts." And I clicked link and they're like, "Okay, you got to log in." I was like, "I don't have an account. I was making one." And so I logged in with the information I put in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, your account is disabled pending removal." And I've written them three times. I, I found their like direct email, so uh-huh. I'm going to shoot them an email off. But I can't understand why we were we were banned from Patreon before even I guess beginning they, our process. They just kind of wanted to save themselves some time, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, we know how this is going to go. Yeah, uh, we don't want any part of it. No, thank you. So find maybe find us on Float Base in the near future, <laughs> and if you want to support the show, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, or but just, anyway, you could DM us and ask what our uh, uh, Venmos are. Yeah, if you want to do that, that would be I would that would be fucking awesome. Thank you uh, so nobody much. Nobody is going to stop you. Yeah, from doing that. Because here's the thing, I put myself in a certain amount of debt <laughs> with this equipment, and that is a hundred percent my decision. Mm-hmm. So it is my responsibility. Yeah. Uh, yes. If you want to help dig me out of a hole, uh-huh. I would appreciate it. But yeah. that's only if like you are doing it of your own volition, mm-hmm. with that in mind. That this was an irresponsible choice that I made. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, consider you a sponsor. We'll do an ad for you. I'll for give you a fucking producer you credit. You want points on the back end? I'll throw them at yeah, you. Yeah, like... we, we don't make anything <laughs> off of this, but... No. <laughs> Although, uh, you know, I, I, would, I do have a... I was going to do a joke, but I figured it'd be too dumb. Where I got, uh, like, a liter of GT's kombucha. <laughs> And I was going to go downstairs and be like, oh, man, I'm real parched and come back up with a giant GT's kombucha bottle. Okay. And pretend like, I don't know, I had sh- it makes me feel like I shrunk. That sounds like, it's fun. yeah, so that sounds like it would work really well on an audio-only podcast. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, uh, you know, GT's kombucha, I love your stuff. If you want, I will, I will do the ad reads for them. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, please give us, please give me free GT's kombucha. It's delicious. And I buy a lot of it. <laughs> anyway, you got topics, right? I, yeah, I had some, I had some ideas. Um, <laughs> I, oh boy. Um, do I don't know. I guess we could just jump right into movies. Let's just right in. Let's jump right That's into why fucking people, movies. What people give a shit about, anyways. Yeah, I think except for one of our listeners did say that. Hmm. I think most people are probably here for the movie talk, but oh. one of our our very loyal listeners did say like they kind of tuned out for the movie talk oh, and came right. back when we got out of movies. Really? So, yeah. So I definitely want this to be a podcast for oh, everybody. Okay. But unfortunately, I think it is going to be mostly movies. Yeah. Well, let's just. That's just I more so what we talk about most yeah, of the time. Exactly. It's <laughs> our bread and butter. It is. Oh, boy. But yeah, I mean, I... So, I watched Battle Royale the other night for the first time in many years. And Battle Royale is the kind of movie that I watched so many times in high school, I thought that I'd gotten to a point where I just couldn't watch it anymore. Right. You know? Um... But rewatching it, I was very much realized that, uh, and so when I I watched it, I, it was the theatrical version uh, that I watched, which is it's the first time that I had watched that cut and not the director's cut. The director's cut has a lot of 
A lot of basketball. The flashbacks, it's all of the basketball. Literally all of the basketball is not, is cut from the theatrical cut of that movie. I gotta say, I didn't really mind. Right. Um, (laughs) It's still really sad and emotional without being reminded, like, they were all in the same class. Like, you already know that. Yeah, So we don't need to keep cutting back to them playing that game. It just, it feels like it really does break up the action, because without it, the movie just flows incredibly well. And there are still some flashback moments, but, like, at key moments in the movie where it's like, it makes sense that we're flashing back to this now, and it's not, like, a full, like, minute-long fucking scene. Yeah. Or, like, you know... Like uh, the him dropping the fucking basketball in reverse, right? And then we get to see them all again at the end of the movie. Um, oh yeah, don't they play like at the very end of the director's cut of Battle Royale? They play like the extended versions of those flashback scenes in full. Yeah. So you no longer see snippets; it's just back to back. Here's all the flashbacks in the movie. It feels more like a special feature. It is ver- than part of the yeah, film. It's very strange. Um. And it's not like that I don't dis I don't dislike those scenes necessarily in the yeah. context of the director's cut, but it makes the movie way more like soap operatic, I think. Yeah. And that's like the great thing about Battle Royale is, you know, even in the theatrical cut in the theatrical cut, um, it is so aware that like at its core, it's it's a high school movie. Like, yeah. That movie's about 15-year-olds that all have a fucking crush on each other. But, you know, now they have to uh, kill each other off until there's only one left alive. Yeah. And what does a high school crush feel like when you're in a life-and-death situation? Oh, yeah. Like, professing your love for somebody in your last moments because this is the last chance you're going to get to tell someone like hey oh yeah you're really cool no it's exactly <laughs> it's fucking fantastic yeah. it's just that movie is so it's so clever and it dedicates itself to like t- more than 20 fucking characters yeah. that all have like different personalities and goals it's really that movie is and i i I'm pretty much just pulling quotes from the letterboxed review that I wrote about the movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> but um it was it's really just a, an astoundingly well-written movie and I don't think I had ever quite realized that before. Yeah, cuz I came to it at a time in high school where I was very much like voraciously going through uh like extreme Japanese cinema, right? Like, yeah. Like, and, around, you saw probably, like, Ichi the Killer around that time, too? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I can't remember which one I saw first, but I had, I had heard about them in the same circles of people talking about those kind of movies, like, cult uh, Asian movies. Yeah. And, like, stuff like Audition. Not necessarily, like, J-horror, but, like, the more, like, the really extreme, like, super violent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely, like, a spectrum of those movies, right? And it kind of harkens back to what we were talking about with expectations Mm -hmm. of what I had known about Battle Royale is that the basic premise is um, Japan has, uh, I think it's like a 15% unemployment rate, and so everything starts to go to shit. Yeah. Like, thank God that's not something that we have to contend with in our own reality. Oh, yeah, no, we're, you know... Everybody, luckily, is in a really great place right now with with jobs and... You know, public health and um, 
you know, schools and kids being in school, which is, you know, the driving force behind what they call the Battle Royale Act in the movie, which, you know, by random selection, chooses a class of about maybe 30 students, uh, like high school freshmen. Who, and it sends them to an island where they have three days to uh, kill each other off until there's only one person left alive. And if there's more than one person left alive at the end of the three days, uh, the explosive collars that they wear around their necks all go off. Um, so it sets up this kind of like this genre flick yeah, where oh, for sure you expect it to be like very like, you know, more like an exploitation movie um more about like kind of the extreme violence and maybe it doesn't have so much to say but you're kind of watching it for like that cult appeal mm-hmm. but what you get instead is a movie about i believe the director said it was about uh his experience with world war ii because he was in he worked in factories that like constructed uh built munitions and the factories would be bombed and so what would happen was people would dive under each other so the people on top of them would act as a shield a human shield yeah so it's that's where the premise is born out of is that survival instinct in wartime and kind of like the morality of that Mm -hmm. impulse that fight or flight impulse so you get something that's a much more thoughtful meditation on that as opposed to other stuff i was watching at the time like Deadball. Do you do you know I think I'm getting the name right. Do you know about Deadball? I don't know. It's much trashier. It's kind of like I, from what I remember, it's a bunch of people who are like trapped in a baseball stadium. Sure. And they they can like throw pitches into each other's eyes and shit and it turns out that it's secretly like a Nazi compound <laughs> that's being run. Like it's okay. so that's the kind of thing where like I thought Battle Royale would be more like that or, yeah, or the Machine like, Girl. Like, yeah, I yeah. was going to say the Machine Girl. Which is great in its own right. Mm. The tempora arm scene is classic. But it's a very different type of movie. Yeah. Yeah. When so yeah. Um, no, battle royale definitely is the kind of thing that catches you off guard. And as I got older, because you first showed it to me, we we're probably sophomores in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, as an adult like watching it the other night i was like oh this really is like a very honest you know portrayal of being a fucking weird confused teenager you know yeah um it yeah it's just it's a overall is a very impressive movie it's nice to like revisit things that you used to love in the past and find out that um you still love them just as much if not more yeah. Because a lot of the time, uh, you have the opposite experience, unfortunately. 100%. Yeah. Real quick, just before we move on from Battle Royale, uh, you talked about watching it so many times in high school that it felt like too much. It's like listening to a song that you really like too many times. Yeah. Where you need a break from it. There was one time where I was hanging out with some friends and I was showing them Battle Royale. And we were all under the influence of a, of a certain thing that, you know, puts you in in the couch, let's say. Sure. So we're all, you know, in the couch. Uh-huh. And... I'm, I'm under the influence of this thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're hanging out, and I'm like, oh, we should fucking watch Battle Royale. And I put it on, and we make it 
20 minutes into the film when one of us says, wait, are there supposed to be subtitles? <laughs> and I had just seen it so many times that I was like, I knew what everybody was saying and what was going on. And I was just kind of focused on the action. I think I was there. I remember. I th- oh, you were there? I think so. I remember yeah. something like this happening. Right. Uh, I-, I mean, I've definitely, we watched, because we watched this movie so many fucking times in high school while we were smoking weed with friends. Yeah. Um, that it's hard to, it's hard to say. That was a fun movie to show people. Definitely. Um, I did the same thing with Noriko's Dinner Table the other day, where I hadn't seen it before, mm. and I was just focused on the visuals, mm-hmm. and I kept thinking, like, shit, I'm not reading the subtitles, I'm just watching the movie. <laughs> Sometimes it really is hard. Um, I mean, obviously, I have no problem watching movies that have subtitles, yeah. but sometimes you're just so drawn to the imagery of something that it's like, well, oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to read like right now. I just want to stare at like this fucking incredible image. Yeah, or look at someone's face while they're emoting. Oh, without... and not have to do the thing where you're darting back and forth between like the text of the bottom third mm-hmm. and then coming back up to like it's... seeing someone emote. That's definitely true. But I also I've never felt like I've lost any of the emotion that was supposed to be present in yeah, a foreign film just because I was reading subtitles. You know, right. Um, but yeah, no, I think the only movie I showed to more people in high school than Battle Royale was Gummo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just because after I saw Gummo, I was like, everybody I need to know, everybody I know needs to see this movie. And I remember one graphic design class, you didn't show it to me, but you described front to end what happened, like literally in Eraserhead. (laughs) So you, like, you went, you described... Mm. Like, step-for-step step Henry's journey oh, through that film. That's fun. And I was like, man, this movie sounds fucking crazy. I gotta see this. That's, <laughs> like, that's a great movie that I just watched in my head. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... That's funny. Then that's part of the reason why I was able to, in high school... Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy and I made a documentary about Eraserhead. Right, but you hadn't... I hadn't seen you it. You hadn't seen it. I'm impressed to hear that I was able to, um retain so much of that movie at that point in time my memory is not that way anymore nor is mine no we did some stuff in in the between years yeah it's about yeah um but anyway uh that just reminds me of i was reading about because i so earlier this year i had rewatched uh gus van sant's elephant for like the first time in a very long time, which is a movie that I was never really a fan of, and I still don't really know how I feel about it. I don't think I'm a fan. Um, but I, in before I rewatched that, I had watched Alan Clark's original Elephant, uh, which is like a, I get technically it's a short film, it's like 45 minutes long, oh, okay, uh, yeah. from 1989. And it's stylistically like, you know, so stylistically it has that same like steady cam following the characters from a distance um it's kind of just like playing like, out in real time them going about their day yeah exactly well that's what uh gus van sant does with his film um but alan clark's is it's like 18 different segments of um violence during like you know, the troubles, uh, with, in, in Ireland. Um, so it's just 18, like, different, like, 
long takes of like somebody walking to a location killing somebody else with a gun and then leaving there's like no dialogue exchanged in the movie whatsoever it's fucking hypnotic but one this is one of my favorite like i don't know if this is true stories but i really hope it is is that when gus van sant was trying to figure out how to make his film for hbo instead of he was recommended um he was recommended elephant uh alan clark's film to watch uh as an inspiration instead of watching the movie uh, he had harmony corinne explain the movie to him shot for shot because apparently it was harmony's favorite movie yeah which i think is amazing and truthfully i'd rather have harmony corinne explain that movie to me than watch it and it's a movie that i still really liked a lot yeah um but i just i love the idea of Gus Van Sant being like, no, nah, I don't want to watch the movie. I'm just going to have Harmony tell me what happens. Yeah. Which might be better, you know? I mean, yeah, I, 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 but I mean, we saw the result of, which is Gus Van Sant's Elephant. Right. Which is um, a movie I feel very conflicted on. Yeah. To say the least. Right. <laughs> and it reminds me of, because um, we have different opinions on the film adaptation of Annihilation. Very different, yeah. And it reminds me of that, where Alice Garland has stated that he didn't so much want to adapt the novel yeah. or novella. I don't know what it constitutes as, but the you Annihilation. Know, he, uh, he wanted to adapt the memory of reading the novel. So right. he did read it, but purposely tried to kind of like unlearn what had happened, the plot specifics... So it's more like the tone poem version of Annihilation than beat for beat, this is what happened in the original story. Right. And, and that really resonates with me. I thought he did I thought it works super well as an adaptation because of that. I it's definitely something that I need to watch again because the first time I saw it, it was when it had it was the night it came out and I had finished reading Annihilation like a day or two before. Oh and okay. was yeah. just like fucking in love with it. Um, and I still, to this day, I haven't read the sequels to Annihilation because I think that it, uh, like, self-contained, the first book, like, is is perfect. I love that yeah, that story so much, and I love the way it ends. That knowing that there are two novels that follow, I I don't necessarily know if I want to. I like I'm curious, but. I also love holding on to this like one self-contained story, but there was so, so I went going into this movie the first time I had a lot of expectations of what I wanted it to be, right? you know, because I had enjoyed, uh, Jeff, uh, Vandermeer. That's his name. I have Jeff. I have his, I had enjoyed his books so much. Uh, that I was like, this is how I want the story to unfold. Right. I want to see these things that I had read about happen on screen. And it's very much not, you know, it's yeah, not they're very different. They're very different in terms of plot. There are, are moments where it feels like pulled straight from the book, you know, um, and even a lot of the original stuff that Garland adds to the movie fits that universe perfectly. Right. You know, um, like just the way that 
nature is it very much its own thing uh and becomes kind of intertwined with with the dna of the you know everything that surrounds it in it's called area x in the book but they call it sh- the shimmer in the movie um and i didn't dislike the movie i was definitely bummed because and i still a little bit am because it's like i would love to see vandermeer's story yeah on screen as would i yeah. And it's the kind of thing where, in a sense, it's a good thing, because that means we can do it. Yeah. You know, Some that lets hope. us adapt it without stepping on Mr. Garland's toes. Uh, fingers crossed, someday. And it's a similar thing where this is different, because I think this is a, a much fucking worse film. Uh-huh. But it's kind of a similar thing to what happened with the Dark Tower movie, <laughs> where I would like a more... I don't know if you can call it a straightforward adaptation, because those books are so fucking weird. Sure. But the stuff that they did lift from the books, there are so many elements that are missing from the film version mm-hmm. that I would just rather them like lift it wholesale, but they can't do that because it involves certain characters that they can't put into the first movie. So there's a whole sequence where a character is traveling from New York to Midworld, and they have to fight a demon and shit, and there's stuff that's happening on the other side in Midworld that makes that sequence much more uh, exciting and tense that is just absent from the movie for a, for a number of reasons. I don't know if they could put it in the movie. Well, I was just going to say... I would want it to be changed. Based, I'm going to go on record saying Based on yeah. what you've told me about uh, those books, it definitely sounds like there's quite a bit of uh of content you know knowing stephen king it makes sense yeah but there's there's quite a bit of content that you just couldn't put in a movie and also get an r rating right you know but i think what you can do is you can put in a 30 foot robot bear that is possible sure and maybe that's not for dark tower movie one Maybe that's more of a Dark yeah. Tower movie 2 thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Yeah. It's the it's the same thing of you have these expectations of how you want the story to play out. Sure. And the movie offers you something different. So you can either, you know, be disappointed in that or try to come back at it to see is this movie... Take the movie on its own terms, basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of what you want the movie to be. Mm-hmm. And there's different there's different shades of that, where sometimes it's like, okay, I appreciate what Annihilation is offering me, uh, versus The Dark Tower is a big pile of shit. Yeah. Well, so, and that's also the difference, is that Annihilation is a well-made movie. Yeah. Um, that, and I don't dislike it, you know. Um, and but it's not what you wanted out of an annihilation. No, adaptation. and it's still not. It's still not what I want out of an annihilation adaptation when it comes down to it. Yeah. Um, but as its own thing, I enjoy it. Um, but the Dark Tower, I think, is just a bad movie. Yeah, which really sucks because they cast Idris Elba as the fucking gunslinger, which is amazing casting yeah amazing cast i even like the casting of matthew mcconaughey as the man in black sure. i don't know how they fuck that up it seems oh, like it's because the- it was every everybody who seemed to have a hand in that movie was like let's do a bad job yeah i know i mean obviously i don't think that that was what their intent was Wait, we recognize the fact that everyone was doing their hardest and a lot of hard work went into that movie sure but based on what you see it kind of seems like people 
like just the mere fact that and i'll i'll get off this because i can definitely go down this hole like forever mm. but the mere fact that in the books i think part of what makes roland so fascinating is that he's willing to put literally everything above or everything below his quest for the dark tower to save the dark tower yeah yeah like everything else is inconsequential he makes some crazy sacrifices that are like morally suspect in his quest uh-huh. to achieve peace and save the Dark Tower. But the movie version gives you a Roland who doesn't give a shit. And yeah. it's just not interesting. I like understand. One of the first things in the movie he says is that he doesn't care about the Dark Tower. Yeah. And I understand the whole refusal of the call bit, but you can't have that part of the monomyth extend for the whole fucking film. Yeah. Especially when that is the core tenant of that character. Mm hmm. So to have, like, us, I guess it was supposed to be, like, a shocking twist to hear and be like, I don't give a fuck about the Dark Tower, or whatever he says. It's PG-13 movie press. Shit. Yeah, boy. But it was disappointing, to say the least. Yeah. I was like, oh, then I don't care. If he doesn't care, why the fuck do I care? Like, and that's as a fan. <laughs> but anyway, of uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. That was quite so... Um, Masterful segue. When, I'm getting real good at them. When Connor and I hang out. And so that's the thing is, it turns out he's not from New Jersey. But uh, we'll, get, we'll get to oh that. Oh, my God. This was just no. my, that was just my uh, suspicion based on the His way he, he... Yeah, and yeah. how he looks. Um, when Connor and I hang out nowadays and and don't record it, we usually end up watching uh, the Travel Channel, which is exclusively ghost hunting shows, right? Or shows about like like cursed objects and things like that. Um, usually, if we're lucky, it's Ghost Adventures, um, a show that I enjoy very much. Uh, and I think I don't know if I wouldn't. I'm I'm not going to make a claim as to how much you enjoy the show, but I. Um, I, I, I'll go on record as to saying I buy it more than you do. Yeah, I'll go on record and maybe this is more of an off air conversation, (laughs) but I don't like it. All right. And every time I come to hang out, I always kind of hope that we don't watch the travel channel. Well, so then you got to say something. Yeah. Because otherwise it's going on. Right. I don't know why. Because part of me felt feels bad because like I'm in your home. Oh, fucking whatever. I will know. That's (laughs) the thing. It's not. It's a silly way to think about it Uh because I like come at it from the perspective of like, well, this is Max's time and Max is doing what he wants to do. But I I should just say I don't want to watch Ghost Adventures again. Mostly because there's nothing else hooked up to that TV. Yeah. And I'm so unfamiliar with cable nowadays. I'm just like, what channel like, do I know has something on? And it's always, the channel doesn't change, right? It's always just on travel channel. Whenever you turn on the tube, right? We don't set it to travel. channel. No, I always, I seek out travel channel. Oh, okay. because when we turn it on, it's set to like fucking MSNBC or something. Cause my father uses it. Which and is a hundred percent my shit. Yeah, I'm no. always like, give oh, me that Missimbasi <laughs> every day. Get my news from but national broadcasting. I think Con- Connor Connor will agree with me on this though that we were very fortunate in discovering a new show um, the other night called I believe it's called The Dead Files. Yeah, I am more a fan of this show. So I'm more a fan of this show too, in terms of this one particular aspect of it. Um, 
I can go on, like, I'll get into why I like Ghost Adventure so much at another time. Um, but so the Dead Files is like presented in, it basically has two hosts. There's a guy who during the day does like private investigator work, like talking to the people who live in like the uh, allegedly haunted house and like going and doing research into like, you know, things that have happened on that property in the past, you know, right? things like that. And doing then, the leg work. Yeah. And then there's a woman who goes to the haunted location at night and i guess she's like a medium or something and she's just like talking about the different energy that she's feeling or like things that she sees in the location and then at the end of the episode i'm pretty sure this is i wasn't paying like a hundred percent attention so i'm pretty sure this is how the show is set up um, this is what I got from it, is that they sit down at the end, and they are both, like, you know, taking turns sharing the information, and then it's like, whoa, this matches up with, like, the fucking paperwork that I found, and stuff like that. Right? You also saw, like, an old lantern keeper? That's so weird, because I have the story of the old lantern keeper. Yeah, that's pretty much what this show is, and it's wild, but... It is made wild by the fact that, so the the woman who is the medium is probably, I don't know, maybe like late 30s, early 40s, very much like, I don't know what you would expect, um, like a 38-year-old woman who describes herself as an empath to kind of look like, you know? Okay, She's yeah. very like, uh, she reminds me of somebody that would shop at my store. Right, uh, which, I got you. Which, you know, it's a health food store, so... I have a clairvoyant story I'll, I'll, after this. Okay. I have a tangent that I would like uh, to discuss. Cool. <laughs> um, a, uh, a, you know, so let that paint whatever picture it does for you. Yeah. She's, like, pretty much the typical... She's what you would expect, like, a medium on a show on the Travel Channel to to pretty much be. So she she's Patricia Arquette? No. If oh, that okay. would make it better. Yeah. Is Wait. What? I'm referencing that show Medium. My mom Was really Patricia liked Arquette it. on that show? She's the lead. Really? She's, she's the medium. I had no idea. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch that show someday, now that I know that Patricia Arquette was on it. My mom uh, really likes it. Uh, liked it. That's cool. My mom liked Sex in the City when I was a kid, so I didn't watch any of it because she wouldn't let me. I watched like an episode when I was a kid, and I was like, man, New York City life. I saw some on TV when I was a kid, like late at night, and they were doing like some wild sex positions, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, it was very confusing, and still is to me to this day, just like, I don't know why you would want to attempt something so... Um, it just doesn't even Laborious. look comfortable. Yeah. It's like, it's so acrobatic, and it's like, if you're just trying to fuck, why do you why have to- Why pull something? I don't, yeah. But, so anyway, the other guy, the guy on the show who does all of, like, the paperwork, the investigating, his name is, I have it right here, he is uh, Steve Dishiavi. Okay. I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly. This show apparently has been on for seven fucking years, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, but my favorite thing about this dude, and this is like the first thing we noticed when he, we turned it on, is he's like like a 
45-year-old Italian-American man. Uh, I assumed from Jersey he's from Brooklyn, uh, it turns out, which makes just as much sense. Yeah. But... <laughs> what is Brooklyn and if he's... not the Jersey of New York City? <laughs> um, I'm going to no. say that with no confidence. I, I Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is made some made up shit. That is a weird, strange comment that I don't know how to respond to. I'm sorry, but it's okay. We could just out. leave it at <laughs> yeah. that. Um, but so the great thing about this guy is, so he's got his arms are covered in tattoos, and he has a very fucking thick, like Brooklyn accent. Which for some reason we were kind of talking over the show when you first put it on, but I was trying to we were trying to listen for the accent, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, the first few lines I heard this guy say, I heard an English accent. Yeah, no, and you, I was like, oh, he's a fucking Brit. This you, is crazy. Mm-hmm. You said it a couple of times because I was like, I gotta know what this dude sounds like, and we were finally listening, and it's basically this dude who's like, all right, so tell me, tell me what the ghost looks like. You know, what'd you see? What'd you see, sweetheart? If he's talking to like a little girl, he's like, you saw a man in the corner and he had spider arms. He was a spider man, (laughs) some sort of man spider. But that was also like the crazy thing is that they weren't just investigating like hauntings. They were like, oh, yeah, this like there's a gateway to hell in your basement. And there's like a man. He's like a spider person. I don't even know if he's sucking like the life force out of you while you sleep they show a drawing that is pretty that's like exactly what they were telling these people in the episode that we watched and it was like they show a drawing of this creature and it's basically a giant eyeball and the eyeball envelops your head walking eyes two walking eyes it looks like a walking eye (laughs) and it has two giant like that was for aaron hi aaron (laughs) that has like two giant 12 foot long legs that come out of either side that surround the bed. Mm-hmm. So it's got feet on both sides of the bed, and then it dips its eyeball head down and like envelops your head and feeds on your life force. Yes. And so, and then this is the spirit of a guy who was like convinced that because he had the same last name as a millionaire in like Ireland or something, he was going to inherit some crazy fortune. Right. And, uh, then he was murdered and also never inherited anything. Apparently. Presumably because he was going around telling people he was yeah. coming, came from wealth. Exactly. Um, and then I guess he turned into a, a Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, somehow. there's a disconnect there. There's I a don't, leap yeah, in logic. I, I'm really not sure how this guy grew like two giant spider's legs. Because they, they keep, they refer to him as an M-shaped spider. <laughs> They said it a couple of of times. Yeah. That is what it looks like with the drawing. Oh, yeah, no, it makes sense. The way his legs bend down, it looks like an M. It's really, it is strange. Yeah. But um, maybe, I guess now is as good a time as any to uh, get an actual paranormal expert on here. Oh, did he text you? Is he outside? Yeah, yeah, he's outside. Oh, okay. Or he's, um, yeah, I told him that I think the front the office door should be unlocked because there were people working down there. Okay. So I think he's, yeah, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's waiting right over here. So I okay. just, how are I, we only have two mics. How are we going to do this? Um, do you want to maybe like you guys could share a mic or he could, he could pop a squat down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like... If he can, if you want to share my microphone, then all right. Okay. Hello. Hi. 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 Nice Hello. to meet you. Hi. Hansel. Oh. 
Oh, you can call me Hans. Okay, hi Hans. Nice Hans. to meet you. Hans. Oh, it's nice to meet you too. What did you say your name was? My name is Connor. Oh, hi Connor. Hi. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Oh, thank you for good. coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. No, I'm glad because you guys, you know, you put out the first episode and you say that you're going to talk about ghosts. Right. And then you didn't. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about nah, that. Yeah, well, we... that's okay, because now I'm here. Yeah. And so, so you can talk about ghosts with somebody who knows. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you're a, you say you're a paranormal investigator and an experiencer. I am an expert and an experiencer. And I okay. guess you could call me an investigator, too, because I do some investigating. Um, but yes, many uh, people come to me when they are um, scared because they think that there are some kinds of boogeyman or maybe a ghost boy in their house, you know? Things like this, a lot of the time, um, they I just I end up referring them to uh, my brother. He's a plumber because most of the time, you know, it, they just have plumbing issues. Sometimes they call me about the plumbing issues, and I say, you've got the wrong uh, Humanowski. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. my toilet might as well be haunted. Oh, the, the things I do in I'll that give you bathroom. My bro- I'll, no, I'll give you my brother's card. Oh, afterwards. thank you. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, no, uh, you're welcome. Um, it's expensive, but worth it. Well, that's in, good. You're paying for quality. You you don't want to skimp when you're paying to have a making sure that your toilet works. You don't want to skimp when you're paying for shit. Yeah, getting out oh. of your toilet. Are you a singer? I am a bit of a songsmith. Oh, I love it. Much to the detriment of my friends and family. It's not that bad. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. it's okay. Why are you talking into my microphone? Oh, I'm sorry. This is a new this is a new venture and I'm actually quite a bit I, I went a little overboard with equipment purchases, so ah. I had to draw the line somewhere. At and the third th- mic was the, the line. So you decided that you'd have a guest on. Uh sh- I I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, <laughs> so I'll say yes, we did decide mutually. I said I emailed you about it. Yeah, that's that's my bad. I forgot to check my work email. Alright. It's fine. It's fine. I'm here now. Yes, what? and we're glad you're here. Uh, good to talk about uh, oh, your so experiences many. as my ghost experiences. Um, there are, are a many. Um, what is your most sexy ghost experience? <laughs> um, can I can I say that? Oh yeah, you? it's uh, Max might disagree, but it's that kind of podcast. No, I it's, uh, yeah, I'm good. I want to hear about ghost fucking. That is disgusting. I don't know how I feel about this one. You can't see, but I'm just nodding my head. <laughs> you agree with me? Oh no, Your I'm just I'm excited is a disgusting the... man. No, I disagree with that. I'm just excited oh. to talk about sexy okay. ghost times. Well, it, if I, I guess it feels I can cool. Yeah. It's different. It's like um so here's the thing is that both of you seem to assume that I've have had sex with a ghost. I did not assume that. I okay. thought maybe it's you just saw a ghost being sexual. I, that's where. So I saw two ghosts that were fucking each oh, other. Okay, it was cool. 
That sounds cool. Yeah. That's a great story. I mean, I wasn't really particularly into it. Right, but, right. like, it was, you know, I walked in, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Because, so, I invite a lot of the ghosts that, you know, I exercise from, like, these houses and things. I, I uh, put them in, like, a Coke bottle, and I bring them back to my house, and they live there. So I oh, have a so lot, you have, like, yeah. a foster home for ghosts, basically. It's more like a... um. A halfway house? Yeah, let's call it a halfway house, except they can't leave. Halfway to heaven house? Yeah. I don't think that's where a lot of these guys are going. Oh, no. They're not... Is that why they're here? They're... Well, they're, yeah, they're the ones that are their troublemakers, you know? They like to smash plates or, like, stack chairs on the table, and that scuffs up the table. You know, I always thought that was chairs. pretty impressive. What if that ghost in Poltergeist was just like a really good chair stacker? I in don't their life? watch um, movies or TV shows about ghosts because my life is inundated with them. I yeah, so that makes I sense. only watch movies that are about people who are alive. What so can you watch a movie that features an actor who has passed, or is uh, that too I, close to your business? So it depends on if they like. I can't watch any movies with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in them anymore, right? Um, because he is now passed away. So, um, but Warren Oates, he's also passed away. But I was not alive when he, no, I probably was alive when he passed away, maybe. I don't know how it works. I like movies that are about, like, puppy dogs and fluffy things. But um, you can't watch All Dogs Go to Heaven. N- well, no. Why'd you have to bring that up? I'm sorry. That movie makes me <laughs> so Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have never it's said okay. anything. I heard about these Japanese guinea pig movies. I think I oh. might watch those. Oh, oh no, I know you're... T- no, I don't think you'll like those. No? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, why? At first, I was like, what Japanese? I, they're not what you think they are. <laughs> no? It's not like G-Force. Are you I, sure? You should As watch well, G-Force. I heard about... um, What is it? Uh, Something. It's Numbers 96... Pinocchio. Pinocchio square root nine six four. Should I, I watch this movie? It's a good no. Pinocchio story about the wooden boy who becomes alive. Uh, uh no, I w- I would skip that one too. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I okay. don't know if that's a. I don't think that hits the four quadrants in terms of mass appeal. You know what you I'm know saying? what my favorite movie is? What a Serbian film. Oh, okay. I will say, you know, judge me all you want, but I have I haven't laughed harder. Then the uh, the last scene of that movie, it, is, it got a it got me. It's a laugh riot that yeah. whole movie because I'm watching it and I'm just thinking, oh boy, the the shenanigans. It's a shenan. The whole movie is a shenanigan. I'll tell you what. They sort of called it Serbian shenanigans. <laughs> I think people would have it would have been less controversial. I think that that might have made it more. I don't controversial. see how. Um, but we don't have to get into that anymore than know, we already have. I'll tell you something, man. 
people always are like, you got to come on and talk about ghosts. And I come on to these podcasts and then everybody is just always, they want to talk about their dicks. They want to talk about, you know, I went on this guy show. He's something, he had glasses. I don't know. but This he, American Life? Yeah, something like that. And he, I don't deal with that. With he, dicks? Well, that's no. That's not what I was talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about life. Oh, I got you. You know, because it's yeah, like boogeymen right. and ghosts. But that's if you're on me. This American Death, that, that's something you'd so be So I've been pitching that show for a long time now, and they said, well, have you ever listened to my favorite murder? And I said, no. And then they said, well... I don't know if this show is like that or not because I don't. I wasn't listening to them at that point because I knew they were just going to say no, and I right. was just boiling with rage. And it's like, why even schedule the meeting then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Well, we we don't have to talk about. We could talk about strictly ghosts oh. here. In this house, because I tell you what, I met a couple on my way inside. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. They well, seem okay. That's cool. I haven't had any... We haven't had any plate smashing or anything. No, they're not plate smashing, um, but they do... Uh, in They've been peeing in different uh, places around um, the home, you know, sometimes. Okay. Cause it looks like you have a lot of cups around. Yeah. So, I, sometimes I'm drinking out of cups. Oh, being a bitch. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're... Stupid bitch. So... <laughs> Oh, well, you know... Get a reusable water bottle and put whatever you want in it. Yeah. Just, there's a lot of good BPA-free solutions that I should really look into. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, Bet a pussy ass. (laughs) (laughs) You know that song? The WAP song? Is it pronounced... Yeah, is that... Is it WAP or is it pronounced in uh, the... Well, I didn't want it's because it's like a derogatory term against Italians. Well, but they're isn't also that they're Italian. A word with an O. Yeah, I guess so. But that's what I thought the original one was pronounced as. I I I think I know how the original one is pronounced, and I don't want to say it for uh, obvious reasons. But it's different. Okay, you, you hit the O. You don't hit the A. I got you. Because you could be like, I'm a whap ya, you know. Oh, but I thought that. It'd, it'd be interesting if in five years it turns out that that is bad and people refer back to this and I get canceled. I think that if we're going to get canceled, um, it would have happened already. Right. I did describe a Serbian film as Serbian shenanigans, so maybe that'll be the thing that does I don't it. know. I think enough people out there either know what a Serbian film is and they're like, why are these guys still talking about that stupid movie that's yeah. not even good? Or It's um, all right. I Hey... I'm the guy who said it was my favorite movie, and I'm already backing, tracking that. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a joke. My favorite movie is actually Flubber. Oh, okay, yeah. I went down an IMDb hole. Man, we gotta... I, there's so much shit to unfringe right now, but... Uh, hey, what the, is that? Oh, right. Like okay, this so, show on the sci-fi channel that I never watched? Yeah, it's because in Fringe, you know, there were like so many multiple timelines and they reset the universe so many times that they had to go back and kind of reset everything. Connor, we're going to run out of time for let this guy talk about ghosts. Uh, he can get back to ghosts. <laughs> if he, he, he's the one who brought up a Serbian film. I'm just, you know, just following the track <laughs> of the conversation. I'm sorry. 
I'd like to apologize um, on behalf of myself and my mother um, and also my grandmother who drove me here today um, as she passed away in the parking lot. So we're going to have to deal with that when we're done recording. We? Yeah, I'm going to need help. I can't. She's a larger lady and I can't. Move her by myself. Well, I don't think we should be the ones moving her. Oh yeah, we no, we can, it's not because that doesn't look good. So, oh yeah, all right. Uh, uh, well, because so she was ready to become a ghost. I could see it in her eyes. Right. She was like right there, just like I don't want to be in this corporeal form anymore. So you thought, let me leave her in this hot car. Uh, yeah, after I bashed her head in. Uh. So I'm sorry, was that too dark? It's just, I don't know what to do now. Uh, oh, like, do I, I call gotta, the police? No, do this I... is, I'll tell you exactly what we do. Okay, but yeah, I would like to hear it from you, because okay. I want to, uh, yeah. So, I kept the rock that I hit her in the head with, all right? And so, look, it's, I'm just, I'm just, you know, spitballing. But I feel like if I hit you with the rock a little less hard, then you'll you'll forget about it, and I'll be gone. Okay. I don't like this plan. Okay. <laughs> I don't... It was just why we call it a plan. A, an idea. Let's... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know there's no bad ideas, yeah. and we're just brainstorming Oh, wait, hold here. on. I got a text message. Cool. Yeah. My, my grandmother is alive. Oh, okay. She's very upset. I can imagine. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't blame her. Truthfully, I don't know if I have time to talk about ghosts anymore. I think I have to go. Okay. And so if old lady comes up here uh, screaming, um, in, uh, it's going to sound like a foreign language. She's from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. Because I actually wanted to bring this up earlier. Mm. Uh, let's talk about me for a second. Oh, okay, good. Because I am a yeah. narcissist. I don't have to uh, go in an emergency or anything, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, she's alive. It's fine. Yeah, uh, she's come. I think she might be very upset. I, yeah, again, don't blame her. Okay. I was born in Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. Do you know my cousin? Who's your cousin? His name is Mikola. I do know Mikola. Oh wow! We used to we used to we went to that preschool together for the hard of hearing. Oh, kids, that's for the kids cool. of oh yes, children pe- of people who well, are hard are of you hearing. trying to say that my cousin talks strangely? No, mm-hmm. not we all went to speech therapy together, and we're we're cool. Oh, now. Okay, I get it. Um, I gotcha. I'm just saying where I knew I knew your cousin from. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, but people would whole, often yeah that one the one Mikola in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Going all the way back to the dead files and me thinking that guy was English, oftentimes people will ask me what my accent is, and I don't know how to respond oh, because I've lived wild. in New York for most of my life. Yeah. And one time I went to a bookstore and a guy inquired if I was from the UK, and I don't I don't know what he picked up on that made him believe that that you, was I've true. only been talking to you for a little while. Right. I don't get any of that. At all, people often ask me what part of, um, you know, Europe are you from? They think I'm from somewhere, Sweden, maybe. Uh, I'm from Scotland. My father uh, is a Highlander. Um, 
you know, like this, the immortal swordsman. Right, the cl- um, a tale older than time. Yes, uh, as well, and old, also older than my father. <laughs> yeah, you know, because his father was probably a Highlander, right? I don't remember. I think Grandpa did some farming. Oh, okay. But interesting it, how Highlanders work. Yeah, I got it. Uh, you know, it was like eight hundred, like the year eight hundred. Right. So. I don't I'm just know. Say, Maybe they. I don't know if they had farms back then. Yeah, <laughs> farms are a modern invention, to be sure. Yes, right. Yeah, because you need tractors. That was a hundred. That was definitely a sixteen hundred AD kind of thing. <laughs> Not so much an eight hundred AD kind of thing. No, I in eight hundred AD, I think they were just eating dirt. Ah, uh, well, hey, you know, there's nothing stopping you from doing that now. It's packed with protein because you get all the bugs in there. You it's know, you get a little pretty crunch. damn good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty damn good. Oh, okay. Grandma's texting me about having to go to the hospital. So okay, I think yeah. I'm I so sorry go. to keep you no, with my bullshit. It's okay. Maybe next time I'll come back another time we talk about ghosts. Yeah, or maybe not because you're <laughs> an attempted murderer, but we'll I, see. Well, I mean, I know where you live, so. That's a true point, and I'd be happy to have you and back. And I got my tracker on, I uh, have a tracker on Max's phone. Okay. You do? All right, so I'm uh, going to go, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Well, it was to meet you. Did he say he had a tracker on my phone? Yep. Yeah, you you might want to bust out that SIM I, card, buddy. Oh. I don't know about that. Yeah. Time to upgrade, man. All right, so no more um, no more booking guests off of Twitter DMs. Yeah, maybe not such a... Maybe we should close our Twitter DMs. Yeah. If you want to DM us, we are at Max and Connor on Twitter. Yeah. Um, just don't ask rogue. to be on the show uh, because it seems like we've had pretty bad luck with yeah. that so far. Although there's a couple people I do want to have on the show. And oh, I don't yeah. know if they'd I mean, be willing to be Oh, it, of course. Yeah, I was thinking about one specific guest in particular. Oh, you know what, man? I mean, personally, I'd love to get Steven Spielberg on the show at some point. Steve. Oh, Stevie, Stevie Spee? Stevie, 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 Did you know that CBS, the, the TV station, is named after Steven Spielberg because he's Stevie S? Yeah. And they were like, hey, that sounds like, you know, because like Steven Spielberg's Stevie S, we'll call it CBS. And then everybody at the table looked so like upset and confused and then also tired because they'd been there for a long time that they were just like okay fine sure yeah i think it's funny because in doing this this podcast and like trying to set up our social media accounts and stuff i haven't talked about this i've encountered some problems okay i just i was under the assumption that because i was able to secure maxandconnor.com Mm-hmm. Check out our website. It is now fully compliant with European and California privacy laws. Damn right. I just assume that there wouldn't be another Max and Connor to contend with. There are at least like four uh, that I've discovered. It, and they spell their name the same way as you? Yeah, they do. <laughs> there is the first one was Max and Connor Brewing, a couple of fine gentlemen who have a cold brew business. Um, so I wasn't so worried about that because okay. it's it's different. It's a different arena. Right. But there was there are I guess they're like influencer twins. 
and they only have oh. one YouTube video. Okay. But their channel is also called Max and Connor, and they have 918 subscribers. Oh. Based on this one video. Okay. So I think by sheer willpower and content production, we can, like, best them. We need to be the best Max and Connors. Not necessarily the best Max and Connors, but the most prolific Max and Connors. <laughs> okay. I mean, if we just keep, like, pumping out bullshit that's us talking, then, yeah. then we've got it. If we have, if we, if we produce more bullshit than the twins, I think we can do it. Oh, yeah. I did start watching an episode of the Max and Connor show, which is a pair of Australian gentlemen. But thankfully, again, just the one video. They haven't done anything <sighs> okay. since. So I just think we need to just keep working, working hard. Yeah. So we can be the preeminent Max and Connor. Definitely not hardly working. No. Because normally when people say working hard or hardly working, you're like, hey, you know, what's the difference? But yeah. it's like, no, because we got to, we we can't fuck around. No. And I've stayed, I've straight up stayed up so late into the wee hours of the yeah. morning working on this kind of stuff. But we scored maxandconnor.com. Hell yeah. We and did. Yeah. If you go there, you can hear uh, dumb stuff. You can hear the first episode in, in the little corner. Yeah. Because I don't know how to it's center no- stuff on the website. We're, nope. It doesn't look great, but we're getting there. Well, I think it looks pretty I didn't good say it looked now. bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. It doesn't, it doesn't look, look great. It doesn't look great. <laughs> <laughs> it looks okay. Um, but check it out. I did I did update the graphics recently. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting because it got me... Finding all these other Maxes and Connors, it got me thinking about our brandability. <laughs> okay. And so I figured out... I, I'm not going to name them, but there are certain podcasts where the acronym... Just kind of rolls off the tongue. There's one in particular I can think of that I'm a big fan of, but I still don't know where we are with like name dropping other podcasts. I we I mean I think I know it's the one. Yeah, you you probably know. Yeah, so, so which is I'd name drop it. It's whatever. Mabim bam. Oh, I, that's not the one I thought you were oh, going to okay. do, but that's fine. Just rolls right off the tongue. Mabim bam. Sure, like, it's very easy to say. Uh-huh. Ours is I, I CBB CBB. Yeah, they sound great. Yeah, ours is uh i have to recall it i've been saying it a lot it's oh i believe it's oh which sounds like your audio player just fucked up yeah like it sounds like (laughs) a cd skipping i feel yeah i i think that your mic cut out in my ears okay yeah (laughs) let me let me try it again okay yeah so i doesn't you're not saying it check out yeah yeah so we're gonna do really well we're gonna be super successful based mm-hmm. on that people will be like oh you listen to the latest episode of Womack Dota yeah and they'll know what you're talking about yeah and they'll say how interesting and wonderful they thought it was and they won't feel like a curse has been placed on them no or that their their you know their brain is going mm-hmm it's definitely not if you say it five times in the mirror like we're going to appear and ask you podcast questions yeah <laughs> inane podcast questions mm, our specialty yeah so that's i guess that's all i had to say on that i've just yeah. been saying that no. i just wanted to say that word out loud because i like it yeah thank you <laughs> um i think that's as good a place as any to call it uh a day on episode whatever the fuck this is going to be. Yeah, this episode. This episode, which might be two, but might be three. Who knows? We can't count. Nope, but it's there, and 
it probably won't be the last one. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh-huh. Oh, what's... Oh, my God. What's this? I don't know. What is it? Oh, my God. Dude, can you... Do you see this? No. Oh, wow. What? Shit, dude. It's a bonus episode of TV Talk. Oh, thank God. Yay. Really? Yeah. So, again... <laughs> Tune the fuck out now because we're, I'm going to get into it for a little bit. There's a reason I waited till the end of the episode to do this. <laughs> okay, okay. It's going to be shorter than the last one. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So, well, welcome to TV Talk. Uh, last time I talked out of my ass about CRT televisions. Yeah. This time I have a little bit more knowledge. I did some, some research. Somebody actually informed me that CRT TVs are highly sought after in the gaming community. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, they are. So. Um, I actually, one of the CRTs, I just was able to, I felt like a magician. Mm. I was able to program a universal remote. So now I have... Uh, PS2 hooked up through a component cable to that one. Okay. And it looks so fucking pretty. Oh, nice. And part of the reason for that it, they're sought after in the gaming community is not only what we were talking about last time with the light gun capability, mm-hmm. but also the way the TVs work is it takes a video signal and it goes through a decoder chip. And from that decoder chip, I said there was a gun in the TV. Yeah. I'm going to burp. Okay. I said there was a... I'm leaving that in. <laughs> okay. There was a gun in the TV. There's actually three guns. Oh. One for the red channel, one for the green channel, and one for the blue channel. Okay. So from that chip, those guns shoot out pew, pew, pew. They shoot out the color beams mm-hmm. to the TV. Yeah, yeah. And so each... What we might think of as a pixel, it beams those colors along lines. So mm-hmm. those are the lines of resolution. And so like pew, 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 all across your TV. Right. So in the gaming community, mm-hmm. the thing that's sought after is RGB, uh, red, green, blue. Right. Because I, and this part is more of an assumption, that probably bypasses the decoder chip. It's just like, here's the red signal, here's the green signal, here's the blue signal. Okay. As opposed to, here's the video signal, and then that decoder chip splitting apart that information. The problem I have with that, and this is now a little bit more going about video game archival stuff is that the market on this shit is so fucking insane Mm. one of the most sought after video game crts is actually a video production monitor so sony has a line of i think they're like pvm models and bvm models okay but they're sony production monitors that you would see in like an old school control room sure those are the like the top tier gaming monitors because they have that color component input because those things had to be very highly accurate for video signals back in the day right shooting stuff on um you know uh old school studio cameras Mm -hmm. did you i had another thing it escaped you yeah (laughs) it was mostly i was mostly just excited about learning more about the guns and all that and Um, correcting your mistakes from the last time yeah and saying shit like it shoots photons at you or whatever I (laughs) i think it actually beams like the beams hit phosphorus or something. Okay. It's very, yeah. Oh, also, this is what I wanted to mention. Um, So I was fucking around with one of my CRTs, and it exploded, and I am now a ghost. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. So I was dude. waiting to reveal that because I was like, how perfect is this for the podcast? Yeah. Because we're talking about CRTs uh-huh. and how dangerous they are and whether or not I believe in ghosts. Uh-huh. I fucking do now. Oh, dude. So, yeah. I couldn't even fucking tell. Right? Shit. It's All pretty right. good. I so, like... wait. Is, so you haunt, you haunt your own apartment? Yeah, it's I, great. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's easy enough. I, I think it guarantees me squatters rights. It's not like they can kick you out. Yeah. And I can I'm, I can interact with the physical plane. I'm still oh, in yeah, essence corporeal. Yeah, I'm picking up my coffee. I'm putting it down. Yeah. So it's weird, and I don't fully understand it. Mm-hmm. And I can hear the screams of a thousand floating along the river sticks. Oh, so you're like kind of in between. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I'm. It's not dissimilar to Yu Yu Hakusho, I guess. Only it's a lot more fucked up. <laughs> okay. Uh. But yeah, so that's this has been TV Talk. I just wanted to update y'all on a little bit more information about CRTs. Uh, maybe next episode I'll talk about more about archival shit, because I think video game archival is really interesting right now, but that's like a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess um, uh, rest in peace, Connor. Thank you. But thanks for sticking around as a ghost so uh, that we can keep podcasting. Oh, you're very well. I'm more than happy to. I got I'm nothing glad. else going on. That's cool, because I don't have other people that I can really talk to, so... Right. It, it, and all this equipment is mine, so... Yeah. <laughs> like, even in in death. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, it's it's a classic I mean, I, w- I guess I would take on the debt. Oh, sweet, yeah. So, oh wait, well, no. Well, then I guess no, now it's already ours said it <laughs> because I bought it. That's a good point. Thank you. So okay. you, yeah. All right, we'll go halfsies. Okay, my estate will take care of the rest. All right, rest in peace, Connor. Yeah, thank you so much. A life well lived. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm gonna find out where you're <laughs> buried later and piss on your grave. Oh, it's out I'm of I'm over there. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, no one's been up here. Oh, do you want me to do something? That would be great, because um, I can't smell anymore. That's yeah. one of the things I did lose, oh. but I'm sure it is. I mean, you could probably tell me. I it's, should, yeah. That's what that is, All right, if I'll, you've been too polite to point it out before. I, yeah, well, just because, you know, I know that sometimes your room does get a little messy. Like, and I've been there, too, obviously, mm, yeah. and you don't know where the smell is coming from. But right. yeah, nope, I, I see you yeah. underneath the, oh, wow. Yeah, that thing really fucking got you, man. Yep, just, yeah, mm. nasty. So do you want me to, should I call 911 or your mom first? Or maybe I'll just call your mom and have her deal with it and then I can like go. Because I got to eat dinner and shit. Okay, I, I I think as a homie, I would prefer <laughs> if you call 911 so my mom didn't have to see that and take oh, care of it. All right, but all right that's I guess fair. No, hungry, no, 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 I mean, I'm a, I, yeah, well, got, how old little, are those chips on the table there? Oh, those those are fresh. All right, so no, yeah. I'm good. I can I can deal with it. Okay, yeah, I can wait to eat. But um, yeah, no. All right, so nine one one. Tell your mom. Uh, and then chips. All right, yeah. And with that, we'll catch y'all in the next one. Oh yeah, babies. Shit. Bye. Bye. <laughs>